Have you ever gone on a date that shook you to your core? Maybe the chemistry, the connection was at a level 10 from the jump? A lightning strike that changed everything? This is Thirsty the Podcast, Paul the Peach. So, (laughs) this is Heather. I've been on a journey. I've been dating for almost a year after my marriage ended. Um, And I would say for the first, like, maybe six months, I was definitely, we call it, like, level one, dating for attention and validation. And I was doing a lot of that. Like, just going on dates, meeting lots of people. I wasn't necessarily, like, you know, no more than necessarily coffee and dinner or whatever. But I was meeting a lot of people. And it wasn't necessarily about love connections. It was just about meeting people. That was it. And I did that for a long time, but, you know, earlier this year, I actually, I started to notice a shift in myself. Like, I started feeling like myself again. In general, like, I'm not into superficial stuff. I like real. I like things that are meaningful, genuine. And I started to feel like I was hungry for that again. So I was starting to feel this shift. And I was starting to feel this while I was actually dating somebody else. I was dating someone in particular for a few months, but we were not committed to each other. We were both dating other people. Um, And I just, I had been noticing that was not working for anymore. It just was not working for me. Um, It just felt like, you know, dating just in that superficial way was starting to not feel so great anymore for me. It just felt like I was spending time doing nothing. It meant nothing. There were no real connections. And that's just not enough for me. Like, I'm hungry for the deep end. I'm hungry for real things. I really like getting to know people, really connecting to them. And that just wasn't happening. I, I was definitely hungry for getting more out of my romantic life. And that was a change. I was starting to feel that. It was starting to build up in here. Um, and I was pondering all of that and I was pondering and pondering and I matched with someone named Paul and I didn't think much of him at the time. I was like, oh, he's got a great smile and he had fabulous hair, like clearly well-conditioned Pantene hair. And I was like, well, I got to meet that guy. He's super cute. Um, of course he lived. Guess how far away he lived. Just guess. Further than 30 minutes. That I can tell you right yes. now. Yeah. 45, 60. For, he lived an hour and a half Ugh. away. No, no, thank you. Laura's barfing on herself right now. She would never, you know, because that's what I do. Live far away. I'm in love with you. So um, I haven't really actually talked to him right after matching because I'm guilty of matching with people and then I just never talk to them. I'm one of those people, which is terrible. But I had a day where I was not feeling happy. One of many arguments I had with this person and I was not happy with them. So I was like, fine. And so I went in and I was looked at the people I matched with, like, who do I want to talk to? And I was like, oh, I never really talked to Paul. And he sent me this really fun, sweet message that I never responded to. He sent you a message. See, I feel like I have a lot of people who sit in my matches and I'm like waiting to see if they're going to send the message to see if they're actually interested because I get sad if I send the first message and it just sits there unreturned. But he sent you one and you just left him hanging. Well, this is what the worst thing is. He is... One of the very few, as we've talked about, Tinder works great for me. 95% of the men I've gone out with have been from Tinder. I've only gone out with, I think, three people from Bumble in almost a year. He was on Bumble. So I sent him a message mm. and he wrote this really nice message back that I just ignored. So, and it'd been like two weeks. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I was bored. I was in my pajamas on the couch and I was like, hmm, what's out there? Um, I reached out to Paul, and I'm not kidding. Five minutes later, he wrote back and immediately wrote this really funny joke about, oh, it's the ghoster, back for more. <laughs> I like him. Yeah, yeah, he's funny. He's really funny. Um, and it was totally accurate. 
Um, he was on a trip to Nashville with some guy friends at the time, but we spent, this was a Friday night. I remember, I remember the day it was Friday night. We spent all night texting and it was clear we had, it was like a fire connection, like laughing hysterically. So like, it was like hanging out with a best friend immediately, like making jokes, jabbing each other in a fun way, all those things. I love it when that happens. Oh, it's so great. Yeah. He was just so normal. He was so normal, so normal. There were no games. So Friday night, and he was like, what are you doing tomorrow? I'm driving back from Nashville. Do you want to go out? And I was like, yes. Yes, I do. Like, I was really, it was not weird. Like, usually when men do that so fast, I'm like, oh. Yeah. But not this time. I was like, 100%. I don't want to wait. I want to meet you. Like, it, it was just like a fire thing right away. And so we made plans to go for sushi the next night, of course, a million miles away, because, you know, let's go on a road trip for a date. And I remember I walked in the door of the restaurant and I saw him and I just like, I remember being like, I felt it. This is a big deal. Like I like electric shock. Like I actually was shaking. Like I, I dropped my purse and like cl- I'm clumsy anyway, but I like was falling all over myself. I was like, God, I'm messing it up already. And I was just shaking. I was shaking. I was shaking. And then I walked up. I put my bag down and I sat down and we immediately started diving in. It was the kind of thing where the server had to come by multiple times. We just never got around to actually figuring out what we wanted to eat. Oh, I love that. That's so great. Yeah. She came by like three times. And then finally we were like, we have to stop talking. And we need to figure out what we're going to eat or we're going to starve to death because we've got road trips to go back to our homes at the end of the night. And we just hit it off. Like, I remember we talked about, I told him things that I hadn't told anybody, like, in months. Um, You know, like, there are people I was in relationships with that we never got that far in terms of getting to know each other. Yeah, I remember you guys, you guys went deep on that date. I do remember after when you, after that date, and you the stuff you talked about was like real stuff. Like that was a real. It was serious. It was serious. We had a lot of things in common, you know, like we both had challenging things in our lives that we connected on immediately. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It just like came out. It just like fell out of us. We shut the restaurant down. We were the last people there. I was like, uh, we should leave because I think we're being rude now. Like, it was like those fairy tale things where you're just like, you shut it down. And then we're like, okay, it's time to go. And I, and he walked me back to my, um, my mom mobile, the SUV, which we made a joke about that. And I remember I wanted him to kiss me, but I was like, this, maybe we should just wait. Let's just wait a minute. And like, it was one of those things where I didn't even feel any pressure. I was like, well, clearly we're hanging out again. Clearly. Mm-hmm. And I remember I sat, um, in my car afterwards and when we hugged and, and he got in his truck, which by the way, he drives like. Like, I know there's, like, F-350s. I think it's, like, a F-550. It's, like, a huge apartment building pickup truck. It's, like, the biggest truck I've ever seen. He doesn't think it's that big. I think it's ridiculously big, but whatever. Um, and uh, I remember I was sitting in the car, and I was just shaking. I was shaking, and I immediately I immediately texted you, Laura, and our other friend. And this was while I was dating the other person. I was like, well, we're over. I remember I said that. I was like, we're over. Because this is, like, I, holy cow. Yeah, we were all like, yes. Yeah, I know. Everyone was really excited about it. It was just so clear. Like, and you know, and you know what really shook me about it? I realized in all this time I've been dating, I'd been dating. I wasn't like connecting to people. And this was the first time I met somebody where it felt like we were getting to know each other and like wanted to get to know each other. And we're asking each other questions. We weren't like putting on a show like, well, what, mm-hmm. what, what do you care about? You know, the check boxes. Like, we, no, we were just like actually connecting. And I just realized I forgot about that. 
Mm-hmm. I forgot you can do that with someone. So it was it was just a real big deal. It was a real big deal. You know, and I went home and immediately we we're like, okay, when are we gonna hang out again? We spent um we spent all day texting for the next week. We made plans for a second date. We went out, we had a great time, and we had a super innocent, the most innocent PG goodnight kiss by the enormous F550 that doesn't even exist, but I needed like a step ladder to get out of that pickup truck. <laughs> then, then we made plans for our third date. But then we just started talking and, you know, everybody at this point is on a second. It's a lot like your Nate the Great story. He had been in a really long marriage and there were a lot of things that were not great about it that he was recovering from. I mean, I'm recovering from things. And he was just like, you know, he said, I don't think I want to date like at all. He was like, it's not even you. He was like, I really, it was the, you know, it's not you, it's me. But I mean, it's real. You know, he was like, I haven't been on my own at all. And I don't think I'm up for dating, like, at all. I wasn't even upset. I wasn't mad because uh, it was more like I there were no games. Like, he he told the truth at every turn. He never delayed things, you know. And I was like, well, that's okay. That's where you're at. You know, I get it. I get it. I get it. He'd been so open. And kind of the funny thing is we're now pals. We talk not all, not every day. You know, like, we'll, we'll go weeks without talking. But we do talk every now and then now. And I'm really grateful for that. Um, and I will say he made a big impact on my life because you know what? Ever since I went out with him, I only go out with – I've only been in healthy situations since then. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain it. That was like the the fork in the road. Yep. It was your turning point. Because I immediately – after I went out with him, I ended it with everybody. Like all the yahoos I was talking to, I was like, no. I got rid of all of them. The person I was in a relationship with, that person broke up with me. <laughs> so I did not end that. But he broke up with me. So that was over. But then at that point, like I will tell you, like I've, I've, I went from da- going on two to three dates a week to one a month. And it's someone I'm actually into. And they're into me. And it's healthy. And it's good. And it's real. I don't know. Like he made a big, again, we only went on a couple dates. It was never a real, you know, a real thing beyond that. But he made a big impact on my life for sure. You know, and as you're, as you were talking about him and kind of how you connected, and I know we've talked about this before, like what is chemistry or how do we define chemistry or trying to kind of figure that out. And I think that, I think what you described is what chemistry is. It's that ability for two people who, for whatever reason, just connect so well and so quickly in such a deep way where they could have been on a date with any other random person that they had matched with on an app and not go there. They would have had the conversation of, do you like your job? Do you like to cook? Like, and all of those, which are fine questions and like, but they're, you know, very surface level. And I feel like some people just connect in a way where immediately you just go down those like really deep paths and really connect. And I think that's just really good chemistry. Because you can't plan it, you can't force it, you can't anticipate it. It just happens when the right two people are together. Yeah, I mean, well, it's funny too, because I remember when we met, I was like, oh, we're going to, like, on our first day, I was like, oh, we're going to date for a minute. I really, I really did feel that way. I was like, this is real. It was like probably the, you know, after going on dates with half of Cook County, you know, and a quarter of Kane County, it was the most lightning strike date I'd been on of all of them. By far. Did it shock you that it fizzled out so quickly? Like, I mean, that was a quick... Actually, it did. Burnout. It did. You know, and I think kind of the way I think about it is you can have that, like, lightning shock chemistry with someone, but that doesn't mean it's going to... That it's going to become a big, steady, real, deep-end, full-bodied thing. It doesn't mean that. 
you know, and I think kind of like what you've said, like, I'm really, even though we did not have a relationship, we only went on two dates, but it made a big impact on me. I think that was a big lesson to me that you can have like a lightning strike moment with someone. It doesn't mean that it's going to be around forever. It's also changed how I define important relationships because I think people are in your life for the amount of time they're supposed to be in your life. And just because they're not in your life for 10 years doesn't mean it wasn't significant. Mm -hmm. Because I think meeting people like that, having experiences like that can have a big impact on you. And I don't think the time involves necessarily plays into it. But yeah, I mean, that is the big thing that now I feel pretty strongly about. Like I'll have a, a great first date with someone like, well, that's great. We'll see what happens. Yeah. You know, because you never know. Yeah. It's so funny because obviously we were talking throughout your, you know, dating and talking to Paul. We were talking throughout my dating and talking to Nate. And I never realized that they were like, for each such very similar stories. And those were kind of our pinnacle turning point people with dating. And (laughs) I didn't realize that until we've both kind of talked through these things. And there is just that person that just kind of switches the light for you. And, you know, it's just changes things. And it's just such a surprise. And again, with Nate, that was my kind of like big immediate connection and like really feeling something strongly when I met him. I mean, I went on that first date and I was like, this is it. I'm going to date this person. And you're same thing with Paul. Like we, you know, just assume such big things off of a good immediate connection because often that's really hard to find as well. Um, Yeah. But I also, it feels like both of those men too were very secure in who they were and what they wanted. And I think that changes the dating playing field as well. Like they both were pretty secure of what they wanted, what they were available for and not available for. And they were two men who were able to put their hand up and say, you know what, I'm not in the place to be able to do this. And I need to focus on myself or whatever it is versus other situations. I think we both have been in where it just gets dragged out because no one wants to call it quits when you need to. Yeah, I mean, well, I think about, like, other people I met who are like, I'm not ready to be in a relationship. But somehow it was different. Like, I don't know if it's because I felt disrespected. They weren't, like, clearly they didn't care about me when, like, the other things they were doing. Whereas these people were so open. Mm -hmm. Like, Nate and Paul were very, like, this is how I'm feeling. This is where I'm at. They didn't drag it out. Um, And I had no qualms and no doubts about, like, that they were respectful of us, you know, and I think that was kind of one part that was different. Um, I do know, yeah, it just like, it changed everything for me. I realized that I'd been dating like a jerk. I had been dating like a jerk. You know, I wasn't really connecting to people. I wasn't really opening up. Mm -hmm. I didn't really have standards for myself. And, you know, I was settling for breadcrumbs when that's not me. I don't like the breadcrumbs. Like I like real, real things, you know, that matter. He just showed me that's possible to have a deep, and genuine connection with someone. And and that is what I want, you know, and now like the people I'm dating are so much healthier. The ex- I've had like all positive experiences since then. I will say I haven't had one negative experience. And I think it's because I changed. I don't think it's because the men change is because I change. I'm picking different people getting into different situations. He just changed the way I date. I haven't gone back and it, it really made a big impact on me for sure. Yeah. And going on the dates that you really want to go on. That's been a big shift for me too, where I would like go on dates where I wasn't really that excited about it. They asked me and I felt bad, or maybe they'd turn out to be great. And like, you know, going into it, if you're really feeling it or not. And for me, I had to make that shift of like, I'm only going to go when I think I'm going to have, you know, a good conversation, a good connection, whether it's romantic or friendship or whatever. Like, I feel like I'm going to enjoy being around that person. And up until 
Paul, you were going on all just all a lot of dates. You had a lot of dates, and I know you know that's draining, and it's not allowing you to really hone in on the ones that you really want to go on. So yeah, yep. Do you hit on timing issues a lot with people since then? Like, has that been something that you've encountered since dating Paul? Well, I think it's twofold. Because I think if you meet someone and you're into them, you know, might be bad timing, but you work it out, right? Mm -hmm. I think that happens. Um, But then there are other times where people are just in such a bad place. They're not even there, right? So I I think it can be both. Um, I think sometimes you work through it and sometimes people just are not capable, you know, to the point that they are not present. I don't know exactly which it was, you know, with Paul. Um, I think he just needed his own time. And that, that's his stuff, you know. That, yeah. That's what he needed to do. Um, but I think that's the case with most people. It's one or the other. But I think it was just a really good experience for me because we were both so totally open and honest. There were no guards up, which that was the first time I dated anybody where there were no guards. Everyone I dated before and even had relationships with, it was like, don't come any closer. Yeah, You know, like big things would happen and I would hesitate to bring it up with people I would like actual relationships with. And I'd be like, there was one time I had a medical thing go on and I was in a relationship with someone. And I was like, I don't know if I can talk to them about it. And we'd been dating for months at yeah, that point. I remember. And that's just not cool. So um, I think dating this person, even though he was only in my life for, you know, like a month or so, even though it didn't work out, it was such a healthy, positive experience regardless because it showed me what it was like to date someone where you let your guard down and they have their guard down and you just get to know each other and have fun and how great that is. It's great. So great when that happens. It's really good. Tinder can be good sometimes. Oh, except this was Bumble. This was Bumble. This was Bumble. See, maybe, you know, open yourself up to it. You never know. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I need need to give Bumble more of a chance. I liked Bumble a couple of years ago, but now, yeah, I don't, I don't get a lot of matches off of Bumble either. Sadly, I have to admit that it's been mostly tender recently, so. (laughs) I'm not wrong always, just most (laughs) of the time. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Um, We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Still thirsty? Check us out on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and thirstythepodcast.com. Say hi, send a note, share a story with us. Because sometimes life leaves you wanting just a little bit more.